Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. I can't. (laughs) Something amazing happened last night, guys. Last night? Wow, just now. But for the listeners, it was last night. (laughs) Sorry. Congratulations. Spoiler alert. Yeah. If you haven't caught up on the final of Celebrity Treasure Island, then go and watch it because we're just going to talk about it for 40 minutes. 40 minutes of talking about how amazing and proud we are of our girl, Chris Parker, Parker is the winner of Celebrity Treasure Island 2021. $100,000 to Rainbow Youth. Palm tree emoji, palm tree emoji, palm tree emoji. Yes. What a fucking ride. That episode was literally insane. That episode was crazier than that day we found out that the Pekka Pekka was um, (laughs) going to compete for Bird of the Year. This is such a wild week for winners. Like, (laughs) the queer community has fucking shown up this week. Oh my god. So... Where do we start? Let's start with the ending and then go back to the beginning, do you reckon? So we have been crying. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like, if you would have told me nine weeks ago that I would cry multiple times during this season of Celebrity Treasure Island, I would have never believed you. Not at all. And yet, here we are. Celebrity Treasure Island is the greatest reality television show to come out of New Zealand since that time we were into the block. Oh, so true. But no, but it was better before as well. Like, sorry, so the blog. True. Like, so it's true. been around for years. Celebrity Treasure Island is god tier. God tier. And having Chris Parker win is just like. So special. It's so amazing. Chris, we are so proud of you. Parker Rangers. For life. Do we have a noise that we make? I don't know. I think it's just like, ding, like that TikTok. Parker Rangers, ding. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back to the beginning of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Or the end, I'm not sure. Let's start in the middle. Okay. So the beginning of the episode starts. Um, Steph, you're going to have to... Uh, oh, okay, so what happened was Jason dyed my hair tonight and then we got the bus home and then we were home with 20 minutes to spare and like I had to shave and scrub because I'm going to tan later. Thank God I didn't already do it because it would be ruined by my tears. Fully. I had to new world and cook. Yeah, cook. <laughs> and heat up. <laughs> so, <microwave>. Microwave. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Yeah, Let's we remember that. Um, okay, so... We're, the episode starts and I'm really stressed because we're watching on like 
live on the TVNZ app and like it's not like Sky sometimes I forget you can't just pause it and it will all pause when it's on live yeah so we had the struggle do we watch it now or do we wait till 8 30 and then watch it like an hour delayed but I just had to be with the nation in that moment you know I know <laughs> so we Jason cooks and I start the episode and the beginning of the episode was sweet. It was like a recap of every, all three of their journeys um, and getting up and ready to face the day, the yeah. challenge ahead. What journeys they've all had three very different journeys. I think it's incredible how Edna really was like on the outs of that alliance and it was almost a joke in the beginning like we're gonna bring in Edna or like let's get Edna into this but really it didn't seem like that was the intention like she was never part of the awesome foursome she was never gonna be what we thought like we thought that would be Brinley there with them right yeah we really R.I.P. um so we were like it's surprising to me that Edna was there really but like also she totally deserved it totally surprised i love edna i had moments of being like edna's gonna win multiple different Uh, episodes where i was like you know what love my brins love my chris edna she's gonna take it i did she's so fit like because there's like four people at work who will watch the british Ridge island so it's all i talk about when i see those four people um, and we're like, oh my God, she's so fit. She's good at puzzles. She's good at balancing. Like she isn't very all rounder except for not being able to spell buried, which is totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah. I honestly, I'm there with you, Chris. I would not have been able to, this is now a love letter to Chris. <laughs> it's By the always... way, we're literally talking to you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you for everyone else for joining us. But this is a three way conversation between us Which and we will then have with him like (laughs) but seriously being able to spell buried that's tough work it is tough work so i what i really liked as well in the beginning of the episode was the three of them were there talking and they all chatted about their charities and they all got to have their like rupaul's drag race like what would you say to your younger self type moment but my favorite part was that edna's was so beautiful she talked about her mom like her mom would be proud of her her mom would be like what the fuck is going on? I know. How cool would that be? Amazing. And then Chris talked about Rainbow Youth and how he wanted to be like the queer representation in New Zealand that he didn't see when he was growing up. And we were just like, yes. (laughs) But then they were like, lads. And he spoke about his heart condition. What was, yeah. So it was just, it all meant so much to all of them. And you could really, really tell. And they're all mates. I love their friendship. <laughs> Me too. And you know what? I love that, in my opinion, they're all, like, in on the joke that it's called Celebrity Treasure Island. Like, yeah. they're all cracking up that they're just, like, three friends who are on Celebrity Treasure Island, like, being celebrities. Yes. Oh, God, what great <laughs> God-tier television. Honestly, like, fucking hell. The fact that this was a concept that was put together in, like, the early 2000s and it still holds up. Fully. Incredible. And you know what? Don't need to do it overseas again. Do it in Northland every time. It's beautiful. It's so nice to hear the story of the land. Yes. Like, it, it's so much more meaningful. Do one down on Stewart Island. Oh. Is it? I don't think there's sand. 
I've never been. I have no idea, but I imagine it's lots of pebbles. Pe- yeah, it might be a pebbly yeah. beach. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that one beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get into the first challenge, which was the contestants running and and catapulting bags into rings. A basket. Into a basket. And... Edna took the early lead straight off the bat. She was like, I'm here to slay. I I know you two are a fucking couple and I don't give a (laughs) shit. I do not care that you two are in this together. I am here and I am going to take it out. And in that moment, she's so good at catapulting. She's so good at catapulting. Okay. This was where me and Steph looked at each other and were like, (laughs) shit. We'd be really bad at Celebrity Treasure Island. But I'm willing to train. Me too. Yeah. Do you think that they went into Celebrity Treasure Island being like, I'm just, I'm going to be good at this? No, but I do think they actively trained. Like Chris was doing swimming lessons. Like I think they probably, a lot of them probably watched the, it was a journey on his Instagram. (laughs) Um, A lot of them like watched the other seasons. Yeah. Just to get like clues, especially about how the end all works. Cause that was fucking confusing. Oh, fully. But Edna did such a good job of explaining it to me. She really did. Fully. She let me know what the maps were about, what the cabin was. So the whole time watching Celebrity Treasure Island and watching them read out a clue. Yeah. I thought up until this very episode that the clues were hidden around their camp. Right. So that they would have to eventually find them. Yes. And I, that's Mm. the whole time I was like, why don't you look in the barrel? Uh, why don't you why don't you just get the clue today you couldn't remember the early seasons no i didn't do my homework (laughs) well you'll have to do that before your turn celebrity treasure island stewart island (laughs) fuck that would be epic yeah or golden bay like top of yes yeah she's a pebbly beach (laughs) (laughs) she's not she's not i don't know you haven't been there either (laughs) but we will we will go there for celebrity treasure island season six yeah i'm i'd say i'll be ready in two years yeah do you reckon for that level of celebrity no that level of (laughs) (laughs) okay so the catapults are happening edna is takes an early lead but shocking surprise <laughs> lance gets the win in this he gets the lead yeah but even more of a shocking surprise he has a fall yeah and his heart is beating, beating. different it's beating boom 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 which he knows is not right. Oh, and he can't call his mum. So normally when Lance has a heart palpitation, he calls his mum and asks her to pray for him. But this time he can't, but he sends a message to the gods and a medic appears. (laughs) And he's also like telling himself to remain calm, which I really think this episode was such an amazing exercise in mind over matter, but also... Like, not just that, like, classic Kiwi thing of, like, just get on with it or, like, just keep going. It's like, no, I need to take a second and, like, check in. Just breathe. And then they look. (laughs) Oh, was that? I was pretending to be Faith Hill. Oh, I was. Breathe, just breathe. 2 a.m. and she calls me because I'm still awake. Grace Anatomy? 
Oh my god, yes. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. I know. I don't love yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lance is down. Yeah, Edna is coming up the rear. But Lance continues on. He's safe. His heart is good. Yeah, it's fine. And they get to the next challenge. Meanwhile, Chris is still catapulting and we're like, fuck, is this it? Is like this it for our boy Chris? Yeah, we were scared. But then he gets it. He gets it. The next challenge is that one where they were holding the sticks and then had to, oh. and then had to just balance a ball on a stick. It was basically operation. It was basically operation. Yeah. And this is where Lance again takes another lead. I think that Lance's dance background has really helped him out. Obviously, mm. he has like core strength. He knows how to like come together when yeah. it's like when the lights are on. And also like maybe pick things up really quickly. Yes, five, like, six, seven, eight. We've got it. <laughs> yes. Rihanna's not waiting. Exactly. You know? So then that and that t- challenge looked fucking hard. Really hard. Um Edna's arms are cramping up and she continues like we we feel suspense. Yes. But they feel physical pain. <laughs> That's another thing to remember when TVNZ calls. I know. How will you deal with the pain? I hate being in pain. Medication? Probably. I wonder if you're allowed Constant to take Panadol Valium? or something. <laughs> yeah, a prescription meds. Yeah. I don't know. Sidebar. Yeah. I, so I'm 30 and my mum's making me take over my own health insurance. Do you have health insurance? I do now. Whoa. Which is probably a good thing, but... The, I had to do like this questionnaire and the lady was like, have you ever taken like recreational drugs? Have you, maybe I shouldn't say this. It might come back to bite me in a, in court. But I was like, no. And then like, she was talking about prescription drugs. I was like, oh nah, like real. But then I was thinking, I have done those things and I lied. For what? So that reason? I wouldn't have to pay more money. They make you pay more money if you've taken prescription drugs before. Well, it wasn't, have you taken prescription drugs? It was like, have you like abused prescription (laughs) drugs? Which we have not. But if you guys want anything, (laughs) I may know someone. No. (laughs) So we'll get you Valium for Slavery Church Island, Stewart Island. So Lance aces this. Edna doesn't ace it, but is very close behind. Yes. This is when Chris's inner determination kicks in. Yeah. And he's talking to himself and he's telling himself he can do it. And he is gently gliding the ball through Through the the operation. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking to the ball and he's actually, I don't know how long he's really there for, like in Mm. real time, but on the television time, it seemed like he was there for a long time. Absolutely. So we go to the next challenge, which is spinny letters. They have yes. to get a word together. Lance's heart is playing up again. He's a little bit nervous. He oh, And in between every run, they have to stop and talk to the camera, mm. which is... We need the tea on that. Like, what is going on there? They but must we- all have a certain amount, like... Okay, so you've got two minutes of camera time and everyone has to, to do the stop. two minutes. Well, because you wouldn't stop, though, because uh, you just have to talk. True. Right? 
But if, if everyone has two minutes, then it's not like a disadvantage to anyone. True. Yeah. So they they need to put this word together. And Lance was pretty quick at getting it, I have so to say. So quick. As soon as he saw the BR, click. Yeah. Edna rolls up, like we mentioned before. She's good at this. Yeah, but she couldn't spell buried, so it took yeah. her a little bit longer. Then Chris, he gets it, he runs up, he says, Matt? Mark? Matt. The host? Matt. Matt, who had sunburnt eyes the episode before. There's so much to talk about. We have to talk about. That's a real well. thing. So That's fucking crazy. You can get sunburnt eyes and... You have to go and get, like, you can get cancer in your eyeball from sunburnt eyes. So that's why you have to wear sunglasses at all times, even indoors. And not just for the vibe. No. So Chris gets there and he hugs Matt. And Matt's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. I he's know. Like, he's got time for joy. This is what is happening, you know? Yes. And to be honest, I think that that really, really, really went to his advantage. Because yes. he has the spirit of an angel that can just, like... Be stressed, but yes. also be laughing about how stressed he is. Yes. Like, it's just the dichotomy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say dichotomy, and then I was like, no, he doesn't know that word. <laughs> I don't know how to finish it. <laughs> it's a perfect dichotomy of two worlds coming together. Fully. The, the craziness of the stress, but the laughing about it. And also, this was really the moment where he brought in the... I guess idea that, well not idea, but the feeling like he is a person who has been marginalized and he is going to fucking come from behind. He can bloody do it. He has been othered and nothing has stopped him. He is here. He is queer. Get used to it. He's going to win. This is his year. (laughs) So I'm just dying about him listening to this. This is hilarious. Like, could you imagine listening to a podcast about you doing pop stars and this is what was said about you? Like, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. no, I can't imagine it. I literally <laughs> can't imagine it. It was so fucking crazy. Only we could get away with it, I feel. Chrissy. <laughs> Baby. Listen, <laughs> we just think that you are the dichotomy. <laughs> The intersectionality of two worlds in Aotearoa. Colliding <laughs> to bring us here to the... Honestly, we have been laughing and crying. Stressed <laughs> and blessed. Dichotomy. Dichotomy. Okay, so the next... So that's when they hit the ground running to the cabins, right? Yes. Okay, so some of them have got clues. The clues lead to different parts. They need to find three pieces of the map. The three pieces of the map create an X, which lets the people know Mm. where the treasure is buried. So Lance gets there first, and he goes – he's actually pretty onto it. He knows what his clues mean. He gets the one in the barrel. He gets the one in the book. That's the other thing I'm wondering is, like, when did they have the time to comprehend what the fuck those clues meant? Well, I wonder when they've got downtime, if they're just reading over and over and over the clues. Maybe. You know? Because they did seem, um, she actually made a joke about, like, what was Mm. on one of the clues. So I I reckon they know that back to front. That's, like, their two times table. Yeah. Agreed. Two, four, six, eight, ten. Done. Twelve, fourteen. Oh. Sixteen. Eighteen. Twenty. Yeah. 
here today. I'll drink to my two times table. <laughs> I feel like Laganja right now. I'm so hyped up. <laughs> so basically they're digging for the clothes. And <laughs> no, it's Sting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is when Chris is struggling. He cannot work out what the word is to put together. At all. And again, it seemed like a really long period of time. And so it's like, what the fuck? Like, is this it? Like, we were thinking, is this it for our boy? But he had a moment. He took a moment. He raised his hand. Oh my God. I know. He was praying to his gay God. (laughs) At this moment is when we were yelling. Like, I was full dad on the sideline of the first 15 Mm -hmm. rugby game. I was like, come on, Chris. Come on. Pull yourself together. Get it together. Get it together. Yeah. And he fucking did. He got it together. He ran off. He joins them. Well, that's that's a huge jump. (laughs) So Chris runs off, gets to the cabin. Yes. Finds a million pieces of the puzzle. So he gets every single piece of the map they really should have specified like well i must have because the other two were fine (laughs) (laughs) but then why were there like excess amount of because i think i guess maybe they were looking at them like as they went like oh yeah that bit fits this bit in terms of the map yeah i don't know i don't know but anyway chris has got every single piece of the map but then he realizes that you actually only need three pieces and Bang, bang, bong. He puts it together. And then he runs really far away. But this was the moment where we're like, oh my God, like Lance and Edna have it wrong. Chris is going to a different point. Like he's just going to go and find the treasure and win. Yeah, he's using his smart gay brain. But (laughs) it's at this point we realize he does not know his two times table. And that he has run in the completely wrong direction and he's actually got himself lost. Yes, which is so relatable. I know, it is so relatable. Like, in in the bush like that, you know? Oh, even just as a (laughs) 30-year-old person, I'm lost. (laughs) Like, I get it. The other two are digging furiously. Furiously. They know where the treasure is. They're, like, digging, looking at the map, digging, looking at the map. Edna is getting pissed off. Yeah. Lance's nose is crying with sweat. I know. It was hot. (laughs) And Chris realizes he's fucked up. He can see, he can't see the hut, but then he eventually sees Edna digging. Before that, though, he runs through what can only be described as, like, a flax field. Yeah. And the cameraman runs after him. He is stressed, like... He is on the more stressed side this of was blessed. The, yeah, this, this was... Is, I, oh, my God, I can't believe he won. He had everything stacked against him. But this was the moment where it was, like... This is either going to be the most epic fail of his life and he's going to be, like, so angry at himself. But also laughing. Or, but also laughing. But also the moment where you're like, this could be the comeback of the year. Yes. Of of life. Like when Cher released Believe. Like when Cher released an ABBA album. Oh, (laughs) boom, Chris. Boom. Ding. 
Chris is here. He has finally <laughs> arrived. Edna's like cracking up that he, she can just hear Chris like struggling in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. And she's trying to take it seriously, but she's like, she's beginning to crack and... They're kind of over it. So Chris almost had an advantage when he got to that part that they were like at the point of frustration. Yeah. Because Lance had looked like he had kind of given up. Well, yeah, because he had been digging. They said for hours, but I don't know if it had actually been that long. But they had ripped apart this little treasure X marks a spot place. And they could not find it anywhere. The grass. Chris had said that the grass was like weeds Weeds. that he couldn't garden himself. Yeah, so. Is he an avid gardener? I think maybe. Chris? (laughs) Say something, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) So Chris is there and he decides that it would actually be quite difficult to dig up this grass and place it back down and look perfect. So he starts sleuthing. He uses his mind. Yes. And starts just pushing grass away and then boom. boom. <laughs> ding. And then ding. And the most He's hit something. The sweetest part of all of it was that they ran over and helped him pull it out. Yeah. You know, they didn't, it wasn't like this weird thing where they tried to like get it to win it. Or no. I don't, I mean, they did say it was the first spade to hit it, but it was so sweet. So Edna and Lance run over, they help pull Chris out. And I know. Chris is bleeding. Chris is, there's so much blood <laughs> pouring out his chapped lip. And there's just a hundred thousand dollars of fake New Zealand money flying in the air and it's just the oh, most beautiful Brie, moment. Like, so Brie, the host, like pops her head around. She's like, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> it was and a good Chris break. is just like crying, <laughs> giving all these compliments. Lancey, oh, Lancey's been there from the very beginning. Edna's got just so many compliments to say yeah, to her. Don't... Which really like meant so much to her. It's just so, it was beautiful. so beautiful. Steph is bawling her <laughs> eyes out at this point. Oh, Lance is trying not to cry. It's just oh, tears that was all beautiful. around. And Chris won a hundred thousand dollars for Rainbow Youth. Wow! Like, I I can't imagine what that amount of money will do for that charity. You know, like, yeah. I don't know how long Rainbow Youth has been around, and that is something I should know and want to know. But a very well-established charity such as the Heart Foundation, yes, $100,000 is going to be amazing for any charity. But for something like Rainbow Youth, which is just, like, so important, and I'm sure isn't as widely loved by the whole of our country as it should be, Yeah, it's incredible yeah like everyone has a heart but does everyone have a rainbow heart oh i like to think so the good ones do yeah chris we are so glad that we could like hype you up for the last 26 minutes because you (laughs) have really given us the gift of television yes it's been so entertaining and honestly anyone who hasn't watched it go back and omnibus it on a sunday i'm like sick of the like narrative of like oh it's gonna be shit because it's new zealand like it's just not a thing like it's the people on the cast 
are what made this show, which is Fully. I want to go back and I want to talk about Candy and Buck. Yes, we really need to do that. Two episodes. So Candy Lane and Buck, Sir Buck Shelford, sorry, made it all the way to the top six. You know, the odds are stacked against them. Only because of the the way the awesome foursome was working the way the alliances were working the way that other people were playing the game they had totally counted candy and buck out as the weakest link goodbye and just incredible like candy did so well she remained so positive the whole time yeah even when like she was basically being age shamed like maybe she Fucking made up a lit as poem, an exit poem on the spot, I assume. Mm. Like, it had names, rhymes of who was eliminated, rhymes of who was staying. Like, yeah. Unless she wrote multiple poems <laughs> with a different option. Yes. We need to find out what well, that was. Yeah, about. that is so true. Candy Lane, you are a New Zealand icon. You are so special to our country. Like, honestly. Yeah. Nowhere's got a candy lane. Absolutely not. What? What? <laughs> and Subak Shelford, to make it that far, he's the oldest person to get to the top four, six, five? Yeah, which top Matt... Top four, top Matt four. just, like, kept letting everyone know how old Buck was. I know. And to be honest, okay, so Buck's challenge where he got eliminated with he was versing Edna and yeah. it was he had to stand on this pole and the longest person to stand on the pole with like these tiny ridges. Yeah. One. And Buck's like a big dude, big feet, big hands, and he had to hold on to this tiny, tiny ridge in this pole. He did so well to do it for three and a half minutes. Fully. The, th- that was stacked against him. I I if he won that, he could have won the whole thing. Totally. So and I just think like his amazing relationship with all of them, but especially Chris. Exactly. I loved that he um, said on camera, like, support for queer communities. He said that he has a rainbow family himself, which now involves Chris. Oh, don't. I'll cry again. It was... Yeah, it was really amazing. It's really amazing because you know what? There's not enough of that. No way. Don't get me fired up. I can't (laughs) even imagine. Okay, so my dad, he has a rainbow family. Yes, and he. I don't know if he watches Celebrity Treasure Island, but God, he should because it is literally god tier television, guys. (laughs) But he, like him and Buck, would get on. You know, they'd be mates. Yeah, and I don't think that my dad would have the like word to be able to voice what Buck said. Yes, but he feels it, but yeah, he totally. can't express that because yeah. there's a block or something. Yeah, there. yeah. And it, w- it was so important. And I also think that if there were young kids at home who were like teenagers who were starting to like realize who they truly are and come into their own and their dads are sitting at home like watching that and they've been struggling with those like, oh, you know, with what's going on in their family to hear that from someone so prolific respected that it's just like he'll I think he'll never maybe he doesn't really know how much that will help people yeah and I mean that's part of his awesomeness because he's just like it is what it is like of course of course I like queer people like are you kidding (laughs) queer people are awesome like I know but Bucky 
Bucky, Uncle Buck, Bucky. Daddy Buck. No, that's too far, eh? <laughs> that's a little bit too, far. too far. But what about how he? They said, "What do you think your wife will say when?" when she sees you and he was like come here old boy or something i was like fuck yes get it so all in all really successful celebrity treasure island season i literally it couldn't have given me anything else it gave me everything i wanted it was so nice to get to know like all of them to be honest absolutely but congratulations chris we are so happy we're so excited for rainbow youth Edna and Lance as well. Like, please all come on our podcast. <laughs> this is now a Celebrity Treasure Island podcast. Yeah. If you hadn't already guessed for the last half an hour. <sighs> Let's regroup. What else do you want to talk okay, about? Okay, so we'll go back to something I said earlier. Microwave. Yes. So UK Drag Race Season 3 has started. And we're up to, last week was the Snatch Game. Yes. Here's the thing about this season for me. And I'm loving that every Friday I can watch two episodes of Drag Race. Drag Race Canada and Drag Race UK back to back. Like, this is a dream come true for me. Totally. But the UK season, this season, something, there is a screw loose. Victoria's gone. That's the issue. Yeah. She got eliminated. I just feel like they're soon. eliminating the wrong queens. I just don't. I think the drama is too intense. The mm. way that they have like. I don't know if it's editing or I don't know what it is about the season, but it is so intense. I just really feel like Scarlet Harlot's arc has been like absolutely bonkers it's mm. hard to like keep up if you're like rooting for her or not or yeah which is fine i guess i think for me there's no i just i'm not obsessed with any of them here's the issue kitty scott claws oh, is I getting am, the wrong edit i'm obsessed with her i take it back Ex- but you sh- you you feel like you're not yeah. because the way that she she hasn't won anything she's kind of been in the top she's She's funny, she's campy, she's glamorous, she's like, she's everything that you want in your drag race winner. Yeah. But for some reason, Do you she's fading. It's because she's similar to Lawrence Chaney in no, the vibe? not at all. Ah. I don't think she's, she's like, um, she's way like, she's like, yes. girl. But just, yeah, okay. She's more like Cheryl Hole to me. True, 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 true. I think, yeah. And then Crystal Versace is like such, such an obvious front runner, but it was so obvious from the beginning. It's kind of like the Lance with Treasure Island. It was like, I love him. I'd be so stoked if he won, but it's like just such an obvious winner that I don't want him to win, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, my thing with Crystal Versace is I'm just like, I'm obsessed. I think that she is like she's in drag at all times she is mm. never not out of it i think that she her sense of humor is really good mm. i think she looks awesome every single time sometimes when they're like we need more from you it's like she is like really giving a lot mm. but she's also so young so That's the thing. but what has- about how rue was like you are She's a star. Born to be a drag yeah, queen. Yeah, literally, she's born to be a drag yeah, queen. Yeah, that was incredible. So incredible. She, If she wins, I won't be surprised. No. But 
the double elimination, like to see two of the most enjoyable queens to watch go at the same time. It was bizarre. And Rue to be so disappointed in both of them. And well, after River Midway had done a full cartwheel. I know. Like, what more do you want? She wanted more. The wig thing was weird. There was a lot of weird things going on, but I do not think it deserved to be a full double elimination. Mm. I could have seen one of them go through for another week. Mm. And, like, Vanity Milan's still there. She's not bringing that much, is she? I don't see it yet. But I think that everyone is, like, there's no full standout except for, I think, Crystal is Mm. a standout. Mm. And I also think that Kitty she is it's just like it just hasn't happened yet yeah do you think the nigella lawson was good yes oh okay you don't oh it was just like fine was it like really funny i was hungover yeah it was pretty funny and the the snatch game wasn't like that amazing i guess yeah maybe it was hard because there was no one for her to really bounce off so it was just like she was saying like funny sexual things about food yeah, but those things all came from Vanity Milan. Oh. Had said, because she was like, my poon poon. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I was probably too hungover yeah, to be watching. Yeah. I need to catch up on Canada, but I really like it. People on Twitter have been like, meh. I'm like, oh. No way. Canada's great. I'm into it. I think because I'm having a difficult time with UK. Yes. Canada is like their after UK to be like palette cleanse let's do this properly and Brooklyn Heights is just so fucking gorgeous and I love the fact that Brooklyn is a judge but in a different way than Rue where there's not this like oh my god it's like a god is standing in front of me yeah it's like Brooklyn knows what it's like to be a Rue girl knows what it's like to be in this room doing this whole competition and can guide them in a more, I am on your level. Mm, you could be this. You yes. could get to where yes, I am. Yes, exactly. I love that. I Not think that like it's... this like deity that's like, yeah. I will never be you. Yes, exactly. That's so interesting to think about. I love that. And I think that the re-cast um, and judges was really mm. clever. I think that um, swapping the... The women out every week is working for me. Yeah. Brad Goreski is like really funny. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> Congratulations to the Pekka Pekka for taking out Bird of the Year. Did I tell you or did I not tell you? Is the Pekka Pekka winning Bird of the Year like trans rights? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So um, I... Didn't realize that I was listening, but I just happened to be listening when the winner got announced on RNZ. And the team at Forest and Bird, Kim Hill was basically like, why a bat? You know, why did you let the bat enter? And essentially they were like, it's the only native bat and it is in trouble and we wanted to raise its profile. Yeah, and And it's the only native mammal. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Land mammal, yeah. Sorry, land mammal. I know. she. That's what they said. So I was like, oh, I better remember that. That's obviously important. Um, fucking incredible. And anyone, what? what's not a land mammal? What's a native sea mammal? 
like a whale? Do we have a native yeah, whale? Yeah, that's what I was assuming. Yeah, okay, or like continue. fish? No. Eels? I don't know. No. Are eels mammals? No way. No way. <laughs> I don't really know what amphibian mammal bird? Is that different? Yeah, bird. We'll get on an expert. Yeah. Fuck shelfers. <laughs> Yeah, he would know. He, he would know. Would know. He would know. So it was just amazing. Like, the li- they literally laughed when they announced it. They were like, Becca, Becca. I was like, yes, it was incredible. I don't care if people are hating. It's so stupid. Like, bird of the year is stupid in the best way possible. It's literally the most New Zealand thing I can think of. I know. So, congratulations to the Pekka Pekka. Yeah, we... Thank you to anyone who got behind our campaign and voted with us for the Pekka Pekka. Yeah. The Piwaka Waka didn't make top five. Which is really, really shocking to me because... Third time's a charm next year, Piwaka Waka. Forever and always. Do you think the Pekka Pekka will be allowed to enter again? Definitely. Wow, what do you think they'll add next? Maybe um the native sea mammal. <laughs> the something dolphin? Oh, yeah. Uh, the... Oh, yeah, there must be native sea dolphins, I mean. Uh, sea dolphins. <laughs> I wanted to quickly, well, this is kind of bringing it down, but I just did want to give one recommendation and then pimp some things. So the fir- my recommendation, my first sip, my last sip, my last dribble, is a podcast called Fallen Angel. There's three episodes out. I actually have to shout out friend of the pod, Gemma Kearney. She sent this to me and was like, you need to listen to this. It's basically like an investigative journalist journalism podcast about Victoria's Secret Mm. and the inner workings, how it all came to be. There's connections to Jeffrey Epstein, uh, body image, like everything that models went through. It's kind of coming out weekly now, which is also awesome. So just go and listen to it. It's called Fallen Angel. It's really easy to listen to and it's very, very good. Um, Jason Parker released a music video this week. For his song, This Is My Year. Yeah. It's in the Kick-On's bio. It's in Jason's bio. YouTube. Go and listen to it. Watch it, I should say. Yeah, thanks to everyone who's watched it so far. And, like, thank you to Hugo, who... We've actually got an episode with Hugo. Yes. um, Which was recorded at the start of this year. But... Fuck, that was... Fully showed up. Yeah, this year. Just before, it was on mm. the Waitangi weekend. It was too. Um, and yeah, it's just, it was a really like amazing video to film. And yeah. it's fucking gay. Oh, it's so gay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what else would it have been? Yeah, you know? Exactly. And also, we're launching a newsletter. You can sign up in our bio. Yeah. The first one's coming very, very soon. It's also going to be very gay. (laughs) What else can we expect? Not adding a song to the playlist. Nah. Because we weren't prepared. At all. All we could think about was Chris. Celebrity Treasure Island. But what would Chris add if he could? We'll find out, I'm sure, one day. (laughs) Boom. Um, Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Hit follow on Spotify, iTunes. Share this with any fan of Celebrity Treasure Island because we need them in our lives too. And you know what, guys? It's, it's, life is quite shit at the moment. You know, like, the world 
is shit. We're dealing with a lot. There is like so much to be scared of, for lack of better words. And just this amazing, small, joyous show can bring so much light. Yeah. It's the little things right now that are going to keep us going. And yeah. we need to every day take that moment that Chris took with himself at the puzzle and just be like, I can fucking do this. Yes. Anything is possible. You are a star. You are gorgeous. There are, and you're never counted out or never count yourself out. No. You can come up. And, and when Celebrity Treasure Island. <laughs> Stewart Island. <laughs> 2022. Three. 2023. <laughs> a pebbly beach. Who would be one celebrity like that you just had to see cast next season? Oh my god, that's a really great question. I want to see a musician on it next season, but like a fun mm. one. Like maybe oh Jess B. Fuck yes, it would be so <laughs> She'd awesome. She'd be really good at it. I would really like to see Teeks on it. I would like to see oh, how Teeks like don't do that is to me. Not like on stage, gorgeous voice yes. on Instagram. Like, what are you up to? <laughs> like, what uh, celebrity? He could literally Island. like run home. Like he could yeah. stay at home and then go back to camp because yes. he lives up there. Yes, I would love to see. Yeah. Speaking of Teeks, he's releasing a new song on Friday. I know, Oil and Water. Thanks to New Zealand on air for funding that. (laughs) We love it. We can't wait. Bye. Bye.